What up, though? <laughs> you know what I realized? I was listening what? to one of our old podcast episodes. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we are just great content. If I, do uh, ex- so myself. I think excellent content. The 14 people that listen to this are really getting... <laughs> We're really getting a show every week. You will never find more loyal fans than those 14 people of ours. No, you won't. Um, um, but we never introduced ourselves in the beginning of the show. <laughs> I realized that and I was like, wow, I know it's Cola's voice and this is Anna's voice. But if I'm like a new listener, I'm like, who the fuck is talking to me right now? I mean, we introduce ourselves at the end. That is true. You know what we do? We really just make sure you hang on to figure, like, we keep you guessing the whole time. And then at the very end, we're like, this is who we are. Do you know what it's like? It's like those really good indie films that you watch or that I watch, I guess, that like you watch like a three and a half hour movie and you're like moved to tears. And then at the end, the title of the film comes up and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, they never introduced the title in the beginning of an, an indie film? Not not all of them, but like some of them, you get the title at the end, I feel like. That's pretty common. Well, I too hope we move you to tears before we get to the end of our podcast and then tell you who we are. I kind of like that like analogy or comparison. Yeah. I like that. Because a slice of life films are my favorite. So I'm like, that seems that seems on brand honestly that does sound just like us we yeah. are to a slice of life <laughs> uh but how are you i feel like I i'm doing well i'm fine yeah we had a little hiatus uh again <laughs> this show is just well, all about listen, the, the show is really more about the hiatuses <laughs> yeah we are we're not a we're, we're not like a weekly podcast anymore we're like a semi monthly well basically <laughs> whenever we have time so you get what you get and you don't get upset you don't get upset that's right you get what you get and you don't get upset but also like i've like i was i actually told this i told this to our friend recently but then i also told this to somebody else i was like i feel like at this point we used it as like a great reflective outlet like that like kind of like not like therapy but like i told you it always feels like therapy like i feel so energized after probably hanging out with you for an hour but just like shooting shit as soon as we egg each other on if y'all listening to this think that we're like insane if you ever had the experience of dealing with the two of us together in person it's like a whole other level of 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 chaos um so true or have we talked about this are you chaotic good or chaotic neutral chaotic you asked me this recently i asked you this yeah because my girlfriend said i'm chaotic neutral and i fully agree with that you thought I was chaotic neutral. I, I thought you might be, but you are in the chaotic realm, yes? Oh, it- 100%. Yeah, I okay. Am, I am, but I am chaotic good. You're chaotic um, good, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, that, for that listeners tracks. Who, yeah, for our listeners who don't know what that means, it's basically like grounded in, correct me if I'm wrong, like Dungeons and Dragons world. Yeah, that's, yes. what, it, that's what it comes out of, yeah. Yeah, so there's like, what's the, I don't even know what the other side is of other side of chaotic it's like it's like a it's like a three by three yeah realm that you can kind of like fall into one of these categories and it's like chaotic like i know the chaotic side it's like chaotic good chaotic neutral chaotic it's not bad so then you have so here i just i i got it for you we have we have chaotic good chaotic neutral chaotic evil then we have evil lawful good lawful neutral lawful evil right. and then we have neutral good true neutral and neutral evil that's what i'm like i know there's like it's like a, it's like a three by three right so it's like nine categories that you yeah. can fall into yep okay i don't know anybody actually i know some people who are lawful in the lawful categories oh i don't know any true neutrals i don't know any true neutrals uh my girlfriend is lawful good <laughs> yeah honestly that's very very on brand yeah. just from what i've interacted with her but yeah i'm i'm in the chaos family baby yeah where i couldn't yes. i wasn't 100 percent sure but i was like there's no way i was like you're either chaotic good or chaotic neutral but yeah chaotic good for those listening is uh good heart with a free spirit chaotic good character acts as her conscience directs her with little regard uh for what others expect of her wait that's chaotic good 
Oh yeah, I guess yep. what's chaotic neutral? I thought that was chaotic neutral. neutral. I think they were more. I feel like they're um. Oh wait, like, let's more chaotic, like a balance between chaotic neutral is an individualist who follows their own heart and generally shirks rules and traditions. Although chaotic yeah. neutral characters promote the ideals of freedom, it is their own freedom that comes first. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm a very much don't tell me what the fuck to do, but I do have to rein it in. I do rein it in sometimes. So that's why I think I'm more on the good side. Do you want to know how much of it? Actually, something happened this week that is like the perfect example of me being being chaotic neutral. So, Oh, please tell me. Okay. Well, I think it is at least. So a couple, <laughs> uh, my band had a show like last Sunday, I think. And oh, uh, I, I'd gotten a new bass guitar recently. And typically when you get a new guitar, you're supposed to like set it up. So like I was mm-hmm. supposed to put like new strings on it, like because that's what I do with my last bass. My my drummer changed out the strings for me, and because mm-hmm. uh, I had never done it before, and I'm like, but this I got this guitar. I played it a couple times, and I was like, oh, it's, it honestly sounds pretty fine to me. I played a show with the guitar with the strings that came on it. Um, yep. And then like I had another like band practice, and my drummer's like, when did you get that guitar? And I'm like. I literally played a show with we played a show when I was playing it like and he's like ah oh, so, something sounds weird like we like I don't know I'm like you literally had no complaints like the first show that we played so then uh whatever he hits me up like a couple days later he's like we got to change the strings on that like I'll come over and get it from you if you want and like you know, I'll change them for you. And I'm like, I was getting so annoyed because I'm like, you didn't fucking even notice that I was playing this guitar at the show like two weeks before this. So now you're just going to double down and And now just be more defiant. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And now you're like, I got to come and pick up your guitar so I can change the strings. And so I got like so annoyed and I was like, okay, whatever, like come pick it up come pick it up whenever you want. Like I I wasn't going to like, I wasn't going to argue with it because like if he wanted to do it, whatever. So we play uh he didn't do it before the last show because he didn't have time which is whatever but like we played this show on sunday and he kept saying it sounds like your e-strings out of tune i'm like bro my e-strings in tune like i have a tuner right at my feet (laughs) and it's nothing wrong with it like he's i get it like he's a sound engineer so like he hears everything oh neat that like nobody else would probably hear especially not me like don't get me wrong i know when my instrument's not in tune but like you know he extra hears everything so whatever i was so annoyed i went i go home I was, the show went fine everybody loved it it sounded great but like i go home and then uh i was just like and so i was like i'm not fucking changing these strings and then like <laughs> and then uh, i had a, uh, a mutual friend ask me if i wanted to be uh, part of some a project they were working on I, i'm not going to say too much yet because it's not official yeah. but like basically to play bass for a project for them and uh i was so excited about it and so stoked about it i i went out the next day bought new guitar strings taught myself how to put the <laughs> strings on the bass restrung my whole bass because you would never in a million years ask him to now no, really get in or, there and do or, it or, yeah or like we, i wouldn't have if I was, it was just for this other situation, I would have not bothered. I would have been like, I'm, I'm just leaving these strings on here. But <laughs> so that is not the most perfect example of chaotic neutral. I don't know what yeah, that is. checks out. Right? That, that, that checks out. Yeah, no, that's good. That is really good. I actually never knew any of these things until um, one of my, actually one of my students, like that I was on a trip with. Um, I was like, sh- like a chaperone for a service trip and uh she straight up like I was like I'd hung, I was with them for two weeks so I feel like at that point they did know me pretty well and at the end of the trip we do like these like paper plate awards like you know like superlative type things and she happened to get me and um on the back she put like my superlative is like the embodiment of chaotic good and oh. I was like what the fuck does this even mean and I was like and then, so I, so that's what she wrote on the back. It was like a letter to me. And then she yeah. went, like, she wrote it around, like, the embodiment of chaotic good. But then it was like, I forgot what my actual superlative was. It was something along the lines of, like, I can fix any, like, type of crisis with, like, my, like, essential oils. <laughs> Honestly, it. it's kind of a read now that I think about it. Um, <laughs> like, my essential oils are just, like, my overall, like, advice um, or how I approach life. Like, they 
that was such a great group of students. I love them. But yeah, that was the first time I'd ever even learned anything about that. And I was like, and then I, I think I told you this. One of my friends has recently gotten into Dungeons and Dragons and I am like not that girl like yeah at all i could barely stay awake for a 30 minute television show i don't think i could like it's it's really like intense it's cool it's like uh well janelle played for a while she was doing like campaigns with friends of hers and that's what they're called campaigns yeah i don't have the patience for it either i don't think uh, i've played games similar to that before but that are much shorter that like have like a clear what do they call it's, them what's it's... the name for those types of game oh uh role role playing is it role playing? I'm I like, think I never it's know role the playing. Actual, like, I yeah. yeah. Uh, Janelle's gonna listen to this at some point and be like, "You're wrong." But um, uh, yeah, we I've we've played I've played a couple of them that are like a little like similar structure. It's to me, it's just like as like it, it's improv. Like they're like improv games to me. Like that's basically mm-hmm. what it is. Like at least everything that I've done that's been in like that role play like style where you yeah. kind of make it up as you go with a group i mean that's essentially just improv to me like i mean i've oh, well, i've never done, never done improv either i just don't think i'm quick enough on my feet you know like you you've seen me try to talk my way out of things like i'm not <laughs> I, actually no no i i have seen you try and talk your way out of things i don't think you're i think maybe in the context of that world you think that maybe you can't but let's be realistic like you're you're from brooklyn like i don't think that i've seen you oh, like yeah, no, talk I, can, I was gonna say I what be are you talking about yeah I'm, yeah, yeah I'm like quick and witty when it comes to like the, okay so this kind of ties into some of what we were talking about tonight i'm quick and winny when it kind of comes to like if you piss me off or like but it's coming from a genuine place but to be able to like improvise off of like the cuff of something that i'm like genuinely not sure i believe yeah i'm not i don't know how well i could do it but like so two weeks ago i think uh Jimmy and I and up to his friends. First off, have you ever heard of? Oh God, I don't even fucking remember her name anymore. Lindsay. Hmm? Can I tell you her name? No, no. She is a violinist. Oh, who, like, no, definitely not. Yeah, she like makes like her own songs to like electronic, like rock rock music. I That's guess cool. and she she was honestly like yeah I, I know I know first off she like sold out the sold out the show at the arena which I'm always so amazed by like. I was sitting there and I was like, how is there a whole world of this, right? Like a sold out show. She has a whole tour that I know. And I'm like pretty involved in the music world. Like I listen to a little bit of everything. I'm like, how, like, how the fuck do I not know? Is it just electric violin? Like, does she sing? Kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. And she, But she also like does like ballet. I, don't, I honestly don't even know what cool. happened at the show. It was like a Cirque du Soleil ballet That's she was amazing. like at some point in the air in the air yeah she's very very talented not my cup of tea sure honestly the coolest part of the show for me is when she played like obviously violin she started learning classical music when she was a kid she did like an electronic rock twist to like uh one of mozart's like symphony like that was like the coolest part to me that's her awesome. like original shit yeah her original shit when i'm telling you like people were losing their fucking mind to me it all sounded the same right like right. i'm like i don't know the between the song and the last song she played um but people were losing their goddamn mind but on the way out this motherfucker in a bmw i wasn't even driving would not let us in right they were playing like chicken and then because we're you've been to a show before, you ever try getting out of a fucking parking lot to a pack show? You don't Not go anymore. anywhere for like 40 Right, but you don't go anywhere for like 40 minutes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just sitting so there. Those motherfuckers playing chicken with us to just sit in front of us to go nowhere. So now I'm like... <laughs> oh i have to be a dick like i can't not be a dick right so i have to get out of this the car. is chaotic this is chaotic good this right the- here <laughs> you feel justice has out- to be served but yes, in a very has to be served. excessive way correct i'm going to be so fucking absurd and i don't even care and, and i kind of wanted to like kick myself in the ass after because i'm like bitch people have phones everywhere now like think but i'm like i don't give a fuck so we what i'm gonna to do committing is- crimes in 4k correct <laughs> I don't want to be on TikTok unless I consent to it first. So I just decide I'm going to get out of the car and I'm just going to stand next to his car. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to stand next to his car and I'm going to fuck with him. I love this. 
yeah i'm not gonna i'm not jimmy's like you should have sat on his car i'm like i'm not sitting on his car no that's too much i just want to yes i just want to stand next to his car and tell him how fucking stupid i think he is because we're not moving you were so fuck like you were such in a rush to go absolutely nowhere and then i had a rain it in i was about to say something to his girlfriend I was about to basically just be like, you can do, you are so fucking beautiful. You can do way better than this fucking loser. You should have um, said that. That's actually a very nice thing to say to his girlfriend. I know, but she was also really mad at him too. So I felt oh. like, I no, wanna, oh like, my God. Okay, here's rev where her up here, even more. Here's where my chaotic neutral brain comes in. Cause immediately, if I see that she's mad at him too, I'm like, make it worse. <laughs> I should have just riled her up even yeah, more. But yeah. I was like, but then I also wasn't like, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't want to like potentially get her more upset. I'm okay. trying, right? Like, right. I didn't want to make sure she's, her. she's chill. She, she doesn't yes, deserve anything, the aggravation. I just want your boyfriend to be in a worse mood from another woman being pissed at him. Right. But so maybe that's, she'll leave him. So I'm literally not- he goes, he goes, he goes, get back in your car. And I went, or what? How about you get back in your fucking car? Oh, right. That's right. You're in your fucking car. Because you moved absolutely nowhere, you fucking loser. And the best is there's a Subaru to the left who's hysterical laughing at me. And he, the, the guy in the BMW, wouldn't let him in. And so it's the BMW in our car. And I literally went, can you fucking believe this guy? And then the guy in the Subaru who literally, again, who clearly just was there to listen to his favorite violinist play. Um, he wanted none of this smoke. Just literally goes, yeah, that that guy's a real fucking asshole. And I went, you know what, sir? You can get in front of us now. You, I got yeah. you, fam. And my literally my friend, my friend in the car. I'm like, we're gonna let him in front of us. And she's like, okay. And I literally am just still taunting the guy in the BMW, being like, you're a fucking loser, and you're Ugh. fucking ugly BMW. I couldn't help myself. This is amazing. I had to. I had to get. And I was like, oh, sometimes when I always worry that maybe like hmm, maybe some of like what I've who I was in a previous life, aka when I lived in New York, has left me. She always resurfaced. She lets herself be known. She has to. It definitely she does for me. I mean, like, that's, I mean, it's just like who I am. I just don't want to be other. I don't even want to fucking change the area code on my phone. I had to get a new phone a couple months ago. <gasps> and the guy was like, Do you want a Los Angeles area code? I'm like, I will hang on to 718 until the phone company tells until me I, I can't. Fucking die. Yeah. Until I die. Definitely. Do you hear me? definitely 917 in my veins baby 917 I've, I've had 718 for a while but yeah the og i'm like no nope. that is an og cell phone number for yeah. 718 i oh. didn't even know they had 718 cell phone numbers i know isn't that insane wow. that's another reason why i'm like i'm not letting this go are you fucking insane what to get 323 818 whatever the fuck it is out here i don't even know what it is I did honestly I thought you were just making that up I didn't know <laughs> I just I just know ours like I know the 646 the 917 well now I just I just picked it up because like everybody I meet out here has like one of those area codes now so I'm like That's oh fair. yeah it's Los Angeles but That's yeah completely fine but yeah in my in my veins but yeah I I think it's just it truly is um second nature like it really is just so ingrained in us and then so two three weeks ago really wanted us to talk tonight about also like new york social culture and how like its biggest lessons that it's given us and what it breeds Mm -hmm. for us because i didn't realize no one else knew those things until i went to a bachelorette party like two to three weeks ago interesting like just like the amount of like inexperience a lot of this perspective was i was like so my question is because I agree with like I think you take a lot away from especially us who like grew up in the city or like I mean listen when I say the city I consider like anywhere in the five boroughs the city and then like at but but you talk like you've said that expression too like right like the Mm five but then there's also the different expression when I say we're going to the city which is specifically Manhattan but like yes yes absolutely but um but I feel that like, oh, but or I was saying like, we go, we we started going out when we were pretty young, right? Like 16, mm-hmm. 15, right? Like yep. to, to be very independent, like that in a way that um in the suburbs, you can't really do until you have a car. But in, uh, if you live in a city, yeah. you can do kind of whenever you learn how to use the subway. Um, yeah. So, and uh, absolutely. But, but just I, like, 
no go ahead no I was gonna ask do you because like we start going out really young but like do you feel that those things that we've picked up and we'll get into what you think those are in a minute but yeah. uh do you think that that translates to every city because or every place mm. that you're going out in different states because I feel that I have things that I will always have with me but I don't feel that all I can't apply them in LA all the time if that makes sense no that so does make sense I think some of them do and some of them don't. Yeah. Like, like I think, okay, feeling overwhelmed in a really, really packed club or bar. Or Macy's. translate. (laughs) (laughs) Or Best Buy. Um, Uh, This is uh, like a joke for three people that we just made. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, If you know, you know. (laughs) Um, But, like, that would probably translate, right? Because, like, you're going out in a city like you would expect or anticipate that that's going to be crowded versus like your perspective on how you manage like bottle service or um how you manage like navigating club to club or bar to bar maybe that's really specific Mm -hmm. to new york um also like even like I don't know I'm kind of a snob and it might it's probably very different in LA I don't think this is really like New York specific but I think like my snobbery is because I'm is that a word snobbery yeah uh is from New York like DJs are not good outside of New York like just straight up I don't think they're good outside of New I, York. Or, and maybe like LA could probably be different, but I don't that's really, just my I, take. I can't like give a full vote on this because I I have a friend out here who's a DJ who's like a punk DJ and he's actually really really great um and he like does like he he has like turntables and has all these records from the 70s and shit that he brings to the to the gig and we'll do it like that like real like not like laptop DJ like he really has like the the whole turntable set up and is really cool so that's like the only DJ I really know out here I'm not the the clubbing scene is very much behind me in life at this point but yeah but um but you would know how to go out and adapt to it yeah like yeah 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 of course like I I went out for a friend's birthday a couple months ago and they had like a disco night at this one bar which was actually a lot of fun uh but oh, then cute. like but yeah but here's the thing and it this is just shows I'm getting fucking old because like w- we went there early and I was like grooving and vibing with all like the empty space at the bar and then like 10 30 hit and this whole like group of yuppies walk in which I can't really say out here because I'm a transplant but like you know, uh, but you you understand the vibe. Pictured is like, remember that night we went out in Williamsburg because we were just like, fuck it, let's go to Williamsburg. And then we were at that one of the bars, like the maybe the third bar we went to that night. It was like packed wall to wall. Um, yeah. With the $5 that, PBRs. Yes, and yes. Yo, you remembered yes. exactly what I was talking about. I have I no definitely, idea. I that was the bar I blacked out in. I, it, was the, oh. it was the bar where I was like, oh. I, this is the last thing I'm going to remember. That, that was the night that um, it was daylight savings and it was like four in the morning. Yes. And my dad started calling me screaming because he was like, where are you? It's 5 a.m. And I was like, it's 4 a.m. He's like, it's daylight savings time. It's 5 a.m. Get home now. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Um, I totally forgot about it. Yeah, we all forgot that it was anyway but but the point is is like they all showed up at like 10 30 which is normal because that's like when I was like 10 years younger that's like when we would be like going to go out spot right or whatever so then it it became like wall-to-wall packed like just as like the 70s disco DJ was setting up in the next room and I was just like oh whoa this is so not my vibe anymore this is my cue to leave (laughs) um you know maybe if I was still drinking I could have hung on a little bit more but I don't drink anymore so I'm just like my adrenaline that keeps me going is like very limited after a certain time oh yeah well and so actually I was sober at this bachelor party because so on Monday I had my wisdom teeth taking out yes 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 um yeah and currently stitches are still in the back of my mouth and it has been so annoying um anybody have any tips on how to fucking navigate this please dm us so because right now i'm like gonna rip these fucking don't, stitches don't out they of my dissolve mouth. Not there's fucking supposed to but all they keep doing is dangling in the back of my mouth and every time i talk or chew i like feel them back stop there. fucking with it they're gonna dissolve 
It's easy for fucking you to say. You don't have them in your fucking mouth. Um, girl, I had all four of my wisdom teeth removed and I had to be put to sleep for two of them because they were wrapped around nerves in my mouth. Okay, the, uh, I had all four removed and also was put to sleep, but I did not have as hard of a time as you did. I it's so annoying. The, I hated being put to sleep so much. We went completely off topic. I don't care. Yes, but that did. I told the dentist to take the two on the top out without anesthesia and just like numb uh. me. And so I just like, like, like took it while like he was like just ripping these. You things don't like anesthesia? Of- Absolutely not. I get. I I always feel like I have to throw up after anesthesia, so I don't like it. Oh, I am like, let's fucking go, lights out. Baby. Now it's now it's different. Actually, the the first when I had my wisdom teeth removed, the, the first time is how I knew I got sick after anesthesia because that was my first mm-hmm. time being put under. And uh, my mom's like, let's see if you're like me or your father. If you get sick after, you're like me. And like my mom <laughs> what drove a fun me home. Experiment. I know, right? And immediately I was like, I have to throw up. And so she's like, okay, so we know for next time. And so now <laughs> you just tell them that you get sick after anesthesia. And they put like anti-nausea medication in it. Um, oh, but neat. It, it does feel really good when you're like, it really hits your veins. And you're like, wow. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm like, I'm fucking out. Like, count backwards from ten. Yeah, best nap ever. Oh yeah, no, 100. Um, I wish I would have known about the anti-nausea thing. That's really good. Do you know that they don't know why anesthesia works the way it does? I mean, it's like, honestly frightening to me. I, 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 do, I still don't really just, like it. Yeah, no, it is really, really scary. But I fucking love it. Anyway, told you that story. <laughs> tell you the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had my wisdom teeth removed, so I had an infection in my mouth at the time, so I couldn't drink because I was on antibiotic. Right. right. And honestly, the antibiotic made me more nauseous than anesthesia did. So I couldn't, I literally oh, was like- It's the worst. It was so awful. I The only thing I was drinking, I was like being like my little like cute, sober, hydrated self of I was making these like ginger tea seltzers that I was like, basically I would seep ginger because ginger, fun fact, is really, really good for nausea. Yes. Um. So I would seep ginger root. I would make myself a tea, put it in the fridge. And then I would put myself, I'd give like myself some seltzer then like add a ton of ice pour the ginger tea in there and then also spritz like a little bit of lime in there because lime is also really good for um nausea as well so i was it was fucking delicious and i was like i'm making myself be not nauseous and i feel like i'm having like a little cute mocktail <laughs> um and i'm staying so hydrated because it's all so good for you right we love it especially yes especially in arizona that's where we were it was a fucking heat wave Ugh. so yeah, it was it was absolutely awful. So I had to stay sober. But I think the thing that where I'm like, this probably wouldn't translate. I think this is very specific to New York is even being sober. One thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna always shake my ass. Like I don't need the <laughs> drink. If the DJ is like vibing and I'm with it and we're in the club, your girl's gonna <laughs> fucking commit. So I was I was like still bopping around, like having the time of my life. And I think that is very specific for like being from New York because it's like I feel like you have to, oh, like, you can't be the miserable bitch in a club in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, like, it's not a great, t- I think that's, like, I don't know, is that a thing? Do people do that in other, elsewhere, though? Like, they're just, they'll just be, like, miserable, like, if they're not, yeah. like, drinking, or, like, what's the deal? Or they will drink and still be miserable. Like, so we well, went that's with just, group. like, you gotta reevaluate your drinking habits. <laughs> We, we got, we went with this group and like, honestly, I, it really was like, considering there was nine of us, which is like a lot of personalities in one space. Like we, we did well, like we had, we had fun. Like it was a good time. I just, again, I think like, I don't know. I think when you think of personalities, like you have to kind of factor in someone's like social, like competency, like, is, I don't know if that's like a bad way of like ranking it, but like, no, I think that's someone's good. like social competency in terms of like, how do you deal in these high high pressure social situations like going out um and once you know it's 11 o'clock bars there close at one so equivalent to new york is most people go out at probably like 11 30 12 because our bars close between you know three and four so we got there at nine so we're ahead of the crowd and slowly but surely obviously it starts getting more and more packed and some of the people were kind of like Oh my god this is just too much i'm too overwhelmed like this is just too much this is too much and i'm like it's your first time in a bar like it's your first time in a club like i couldn't i couldn't figure it out but and i was like and i'm the sober one mm-hmm. so you wouldn't think of anything for me my tolerance for a lot of this would be a lot lower but that's where i'm like oh no i think it's just because like again being 
I remember when we would like sneak into bars and we were 15 and 16 years old and immediately um, be thrown out. It was terrible. Yeah. I, I maybe got thrown out like once, I, but also I never really tried because for me, like I would go, like, I remember there was like one or two times that I would go, but I also never felt like I needed to be drunk or needed to drink. So a lot of the times I never felt like I had to like go and even try because for me, it's just like, I just knew that I wanted to go and just like have fun because mm-hmm. again, you can't be, again, you can't be the miserable bitch in the club. You just can't. <laughs> yeah, like I understand being over. Well, like now I could see because I get overwhelmed sometimes if I feel like, but I think that's more of a symptom like post pandemic that maybe I've picked up. But like, yeah, at the same time, if I know that like the evening is like, I would, if I know we're going to like a club for like X event, I expect it to be crowded. So I'm less yeah. like, mentally prepared right yeah I'm a little bit more mentally prepared I think after a while I might feel like overwhelmed but what I would do is I would just like pop outside for a minute or like take a break you know like Mm -hmm. and maybe go back in uh but yeah I don't know I don't I couldn't see myself going into it being like whoa I did not expect a crowd in a club exactly it's almost like your expectations you, you just would think like I don't know it was just so so interesting how like a few of them were kind of responding to the scenario and the bride is like we're going to clubs like she right. wanted to go but she also wasn't a, like we were in a different place we were in Scottsdale Arizona um which honestly Yo, if I, I had gotta, to like I gotta ask what's the deal with Scottsdale I know a ton <laughs> of like straight white women love going there for bachelorettes and things it's either there or Nashville and I gotta know what's in Scottsdale no because i didn't think it was you didn't think it was that that great i didn't think it was great. no it was like here's the thing i would have liked to maybe done like a hike to like see more of like the the scenery appeals because honestly the views are absolutely like i okay i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's like any more like beautiful like when i look at like when i think of like the views of like where like you see like these mountains and things like that because you're in the fucking desert essentially Right. right I'm like, oh, I'd rather be in like Wyoming or Montana. Like they okay. have to me is like better views. Like it's those are prettier. more beautiful. Yeah. So I think it's just a lot more accessible to kind of get those vibes. Plus also it's always hot. It's also really kind of affordable, although not in my opinion, but I guess like comparatively speaking, right? Yeah. Like it's affordable. It was honestly not that expensive of a bachelorette party. Okay. Again, consider it's easy to get to right like phoenix is a really big city yeah um, i've been to phoenix it's interesting <laughs> phoenix- but still the clubs the- yeah wait you've been to phoenix before yeah. I-, I didn't even actually really see much of it it's fine it's i went for like a work trip so i i just got like a quick little round of the city it's it feels like a college town honestly yeah that's yeah. the best way to that's actually the best way to describe it yeah so the clubs the bar clubs thingies that we went to kind of felt more of like I would say like the Jersey Shore vibes than like mm. Manhattan clubs. You know what I mean? Like some of them were a little bit more like, I guess like luxury or or like whatever you want to call it, like higher level. Um, but that were like just stupid to me. Like, so that's the other thing too. They were like at 11 o'clock or 1130, they were like, let's try to go to another bar. And I'm like, your bar is closed at 130. Like, what? yeah, you can't maybe in New York wait in every line. <laughs> yeah. I'm like and that's the thing like we're not in New York there's maybe 10 bars in this right. little area to choose from and that's it you're gonna be waiting in line like like so, the, so- the best thing about New York is that like if you're in Manhattan uh, uh, granted like no one wants to really go bar- burrow hopping if you're like drunk but like you could I've done it before <laughs> not yeah. like not not like uh Okay, so see, this is hard too because, like, I don't know. Maybe you did more like clubs in Manhattan when you were like, at maybe like post grad or like while you were at like in college. But I felt like I mostly did dive bars or like bars that like had like you definitely some... did way more divey bars. Yeah, I wouldn't but, say I did, but they had like music clubs. and stuff. But they're not yeah. like club, not in the sense that people are thinking of like the New York club scene because that definitely wasn't what I was doing. Um, yeah, no, I did. I did more like bar restaurants that turn into yeah right stuff like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Same. I never exclusively did just like a club um no I, that wasn't really ever my scene also because it was always just so 
excessive like specifically like bar i mean places that are just clubs in the city it's usually like it's catering to just a different type of person that like we just never were in terms of like the cover and the like the oh amount yeah you pay for drinks and right just, like or, right and we there's certain poor. themes yeah there were themes and like versus like if you knew your bars were gonna get good like i'm always gonna plug sons of essex it's like one of my favorite bars uh, in the <laughs> city because it plays like pretty much all 90s hip-hop actually kristen and i went it's also like a brunch spot so like it, it's oh, brunch beauty, that turns beauty in essex no was that it or am I no, confusing? No, this is it's it might be on Essex Street. There's a ton of places on Essex Street in the city that, that I, are, like have those type of names. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like even that, I'm like, why are you never leave your never leave your spot when like you're kind of like feeling the music yeah. to go take a gamble on something else, knowing you're very well there's a good chance you won't get it. Like that is just like that, that is a to me huge is like, that is a big New York rule right there. Yeah. Yes. And I would say like, that definitely applies. If I would say that not that applies very much in New York, but I would say more so in other cities where things aren't as like easily accessible or closer to, not even close together. Or your but options like, just aren't as big. Right. Yes. That's exactly yeah. I'm like, what do you, so, and I know you're like, well, we don't really borrow hop. No, but we would, what we would typically do, or like what's really common for us, right? Like, it's like, let's go to, so if you're starting in Queens, right? right, Let's go to the furthest point. We're going to go to Manhattan. Yeah. Maybe go to a bar or two there. And then on the way back, back. let's bring ourselves closer to Queens, stop at a bar here, right? Like (laughs) we kind of do that with like Hoboken too. Like we'll go to Manhattan and come back in Hoboken. I think once- uh Christina and I we did a show in Manhattan and then we went to we went to the bar that was like typically the after party for it was Amity Hall went to Amity Hall oh, which yeah. is like an NYU bar but like whenever we had a show at the at the um oh my god I'm the name of the theater is escaping me that's a sin uh at a oh my god wow i feel very like st- oh play- Hall, is it no players theater sorry it was players oh, wow okay. forgive me for anybody who anybody from the improv scene that's listening to this <laughs> and i couldn't remember that iconic fucking mess of a theater um we, we, if we did a show at the players theater amity hall is right up the block so okay. uh it, it was funny though because like that's kind of like what i meant like it's like that's not a club but they always had a dj the music there was always great we always used to fucking yeah sweat and drink and dance until like <laughs> fucking four in the morning and it was oh, that yeah. was that was the most fun I had like dancing like in a bar but like but we would go there and then I remember one night we were there for a little bit and she was like oh do you want to go to this this other bar this other bar we used to go to in Brooklyn and I'm like uh yeah okay let's just get a cab so we took the cab to by the way we we both live together in Astoria at this point so it's just like yeah. okay let's go out of the way like all the way well I guess maybe not though because it was in Williamsburg which actually is surprisingly close to Astoria sure, yeah, it is. but yeah, it yeah is. so we ended up doing that and then going back to Queens which is like okay I guess as I was telling the story I'm like this seems like out of the way but I guess it's really not um, but yeah, typically that's what you would do is like, you would just yeah. like figure out the route home if you were going to borough hop. But yeah, especially right. if you're in a city that has like limited options, like, oh my God, why you would, would never you just leave. fucking stay there? Like, I mean, it's not yeah. as like exciting, but see, that's, what's the best thing about New York. And honestly, I miss this more than like the partying itself I what I like genuinely miss sometimes is like just the fact that I could leave my house go somewhere with people and then like we'd end up in like six different places throughout the night yeah and like and, yeah, and it wasn't the night was gonna take it was you. not and you know what as it was not stressful to me at the time like it just was because it felt so normal and now yeah. out here you can't do that in LA for shit because everything is like it's just not you like if you're in a neighborhood you're just in that neighborhood for the night but it's still not the same because everything does close pretty early here and like I was gonna say doesn't everything close at like one yeah pretty much more or less there's like one diner that stays open until three uh that I've been able to hit up after like a show sometime but like you can't really a diner that closes at three yeah that's insane we've we've left bars at three to I go know. sit at a fucking diner at like four yeah at the, the fucking morning. what is that the kellogg's diner that that's i'm still thinking about that same night that's the night that we have that picture with you me and Kristen. like oh my in god the- right in, yes in williamsburg oh yeah my god my dad such my, a mess that was a very messy night 
<laughs> so fun though but yeah I, I know exactly what you're talking about it's like like you I remember we can just like start with dinner we'll right. stay in an area of the city and then it's just like let's go to that bar fuck it let's right. just go to the next place like where's the night taking you like you don't That's, know that it's just, just like it's just it. that that I miss like yep. even as I get older like every time I go back like I I just I it's miss spontaneous. that it's exciting. I know I miss it and I can't and now it's so crazy because I've lived in LA for like six years now and I've not had that in my life for quite some time and it's a little bit weird and but I'm like oh give me I want that feeling back like I don't want to have to adjust to it again I just want that you know but you know, yeah. obviously things change, but yeah, it's, um, even that night, actually, we're just telling this one story to all these people that were not there, but it's fine. What's That's crazy fine. about that night is I met y'all at that first bar in Williamsburg mm-hmm. after I had been out all day at, in, in Queens, like with, at other bars with other people, like I was with some improv people before I came to meet y'all. And then I went to my friend Annie's house, who was like a block away from where I was living in Queens. Mm -hmm. And I was like half asleep on her couch. I think we smoked weed. I was like high too. And I was like half asleep on her couch. And I was like, I have to go to Brooklyn now. (laughs) It's like 10 o'clock. Good luck getting me sober out of the house at 10 10 o'clock now. But like, I was like half asleep on her couch. And I was like, oh, I've got to go to Brooklyn now to meet some friends. I, was I like, had no, I feel like oh, I knew yeah. at the time, I probably knew you were like fucked up the whole day, but I had no idea. Cause honestly, I, fu- I don't think it was fucked up the whole day, but I had been like out bef- prior to meeting you. You were like, marathoning. I was marathoning. Yeah. So I was like laying on her couch. I'm like telling her, I was like, ah, I got to go to Brooklyn. I'm kind of hungry though now. And she's like, how would I make you a grilled cheese? And she's like, she's also high. And so she, two, two minutes later, this little plate appears in front of me. She goes, sorry, I burned it. <laughs> like, Yo, I do kind of remember you telling me about the grilled cheese. Like I, now that I think about it. Yeah. Cause I was like, okay. But I was like so hungry. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to eat, eat it. it. I'm just going to, I so I ate it. And then I literally just walked to the train and <laughs> took the, took the R train and like, or no, probably not even the R train was, because I had to go to, it was probably, probably the L, L no, no, I, I had to catch the, once again, these people don't need these details. I'm like, I had to, I probably caught the M train because that ran near Steinway. Oh the, yeah. 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 I don't know if it's still does. Listen, these details matter to New Yorkers. It matters to me because I need to, I need everybody to know that I know what trains go where still. Yeah. And so, oh my God, that's so fucking true. Wait, when we, we were in the city like two, two weeks ago now, um, my friend Kev was visiting and I got really, really angry with myself. We took, we took a Metro North into Grand Central and we got out of Grand Central and we had to go down to Second Avenue. And I couldn't remember if it was, um, Park Lex Madison. Like I couldn't remember when it's going up. It hurts, but but I don't remember that either. (gasps) Oh, wait. So I was, wait, wait, is it, is it Lex Park? No, it's Lex Madison Park going up, right? Lexington Madison Park is my no. guess. It's going going down. It's Fifth Madison okay. Park Lex. Oh fuck. Third. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, no, then I was right. Yeah. No, no, I wasn't. No. No. So park is in the middle. Right. Yeah, no, it's, I guess wrong. Yeah. So um actually oh, my that's friend so shout upsetting. out to Kev. He taught me that I would never forget what it is. It's fat men pee loudly i don't want to think about that so fat f fifth avenue madison park lex so when you're walking down to third avenue that's the way you remember it oh my god to be fair i will say i rarely ventured in that direction towards that side yeah so for me it was really frustrating because i would take the express bus from queens all the time so i would have to go up and so I was standing on the corner and I was so upset with myself. And Jimmy's like, what's the matter? Just talk to me. And I'm like, shut up. Just let me think. Like, like I was like, you don't understand how important this means to me. Like, I have to be able to still know this. It's so fucking like in his brain. He's like, we can just pull up Google Maps. I'm like, that's not the point. Like, no, you I don't need want to know to. this, right? It was, it was devastating. It's crazy. Like, like what replaces it in my brain? Because now I have to think of like, oh, it's Hollywood sunset fountain uh santa monica boulevard like that's what 
replaces it. I don't know it in what replaced brain. it in my head. I just don't want her to ever for- think that I forgot her. Like that I to know, me is like I know. It it, it literally killed me. me. Absolutely. Yeah, destroys. and I and I love Grand Central just because I think um the station is just like there's so much history. It's so beautiful. I actually have done like a few scavenger hunts like of the city through Grand Central because there's just so many good fun facts like it's about amazing. Grand Central. I know. So I really felt like I betrayed like a big piece of like my former self. Um, But I also just think that like, even besides like, obviously there's like those social rules that we're talking about, right? Like you never leave a good bar at a certain time trying to take the gamble on something else, right? Like we, those, those things. But I also just think even like the, the safety rules that like were kind of ingrained in us at like a very young age, like, I feel like we, I knew from like the jump, right? You never leave your group. Who you leave with, or who you go with, is who you leave with, right? Like, you don't t- like you don't start talking to strangers on the street. Like, you don't, especially if you're walking home or waiting Not for alone. a cab. Like, you don't, yeah, yeah. And so, even like leaving the bar, one of her friends, like very very midwestern like type person, just kept like breaking away from us and like going to talk to people. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like. I'm like, and all I could hear is I was like, my mom, right? Like, I remember Natalie Holloway. That's how she got kidnapped when she oh, left God. her bar in Aruba. She broke up. Like, she went to just go find, she, like, she found a man to start talking to. And then they disappeared. Like, you never leave your core group once you are you are trying to get home. Like, especially on streets. Like, right. if you're all are navigating or migrating somewhere, you don't also, break away from each other. I don't know how busy this city was, but in my experience- Okay, it's pretty busy. I was gonna say you like it seems like an out in smaller cities, it's probably not as busy as New York. So it's not even like, oh, someone would see you leave with this person. You know, like in New York, it's just like I was just telling Janelle this the other day. I was like, because um we had her um sister and her wife come stay with us for a couple days. And uh we there we're we're like we're in West Hollywood, so we're like closer to like the busyness of everything in Hollywood and stuff. Yeah. And so uh they had gone to see a show at the at the palladium and we were like listen like at like almost midnight like it takes you know it takes a while to walk back to us and like maybe like just call a ride like don't walk because it's a little it gets a little like sketch and desolate and it's not like another it's not like new york where it's like oh it would never be desolate like no at at so there's always something so it's just like you know, like if somebody starts chasing me here on like Hollywood Boulevard, I'm like, I'm fucked. Like, because there's really <laughs> not much, like you'll go from like having like strips of like stores and like restaurants to have it just being like random ass, like build empty buildings and shit. And then more like stuff, but like that stuff isn't open. So late. the odds of like, you even see another human to help you, God forbid, or something is also probably going to be low. Right. Right. Uh, so like but whereas in new york it's like okay if some crazy decides to chase me through the streets of manhattan or brooklyn like there's t- nine out of ten there'll be a crowd i'm gonna, I'm gonna f- there's gonna not only be a crowd but i'm like my dad always just tell me just run into a bodega like because yeah. bodegas are almost mm-hmm. always open 24 7 and those guys are super yeah. nice i've never had a bad experience ever with a bodega owner like never. i don't i can't my even whole life. never right like it's just they're just like the mm-hmm. nicest people so i would always feel safe like running into a bodega whereas like anyway my point being I was like is especially in like I don't know what Scottsdale or whatever was like but I'm saying like it's probably not as dense if like somebody was to like chase you through the streets there like you're not yeah no that's a good that's a good way of putting it It was really packed in the area we were at but to me it's almost like you can still like to me I'm like that's how you get robbed that's how you get kidnapped that's how you get your shit stolen right like they especially if you're drunk and you're no longer with that group and you are migrating to like a group of three or four people that are strangers to you and i get like she kept saying like oh i'm from the midwest like we just are we just like like to talk to everybody and i'm like you don't like that to me is like the number one lesson of like you don't especially when we're like on the street you don't talk like you could talk if you're like if you're like in a group of two or three people and you're all having a cigarette outside that's a good time to have a conversation but not alone. very very different right like i'm still at the bar but if i'm trying to walk to my car or walk to the cab or walk to the train to get home we don't just start breaking off like so even then i'm like that's a rule i knew from a very early age of like learning these social norms 
to just not do that like i don't know it's it's very very interesting i mean there's also obviously there's no later this too like being women like we inherently have to think of this layer of safety that like a lot of men don't so like so for example um i saw i forgot where we were recently but i was with jimmy and we saw this it was like nine o'clock at night we saw this guy like running on a trail and i literally said to jimmy i was like what's the first thought when you look at that man running that comes to your brain and he's like i really like his running sneakers or something like that and i went mine is how fucking lucky are you that you're running outside at nine o'clock yeah like i could never do that right like so i'm like and he and i'm just like that just goes to show you like the levels of like a man versus a woman and like what sa- like safety always has to be my like the number one thing on my mind versus for you and he's like yeah but he didn't he didn't argue with me about it. he's like right no, right right no yeah i mean right. anywhere i go still like you know it's kind of like it's like that i call it like the get on the when you get on the train instinct like when you get on the subway and like i don't know about you but i was like the first thing i always used to do since i was like a kid and get on the subway just look around see what's what's around me yeah right it's like that's how i it's the get on the subway instinct i have like everywhere i go like forever like i think i just i'm just like what's the situation here like who's this not like that i have to like know everything but just like to kind of take a like a like a little surveillance of the room to be like Mm -hmm. okay like what's kind of what's going on especially when you go out at night like who's acting like crazy you just have to be you know yeah you literally just have to be like it's it's such a yeah I think like the whole experience to me like opened my eyes to be like I, these are just like things that I would never think about again and I'm sober right so like my tolerance right should be lower for a lot of this shit but, I mean it wasn't the, the one thing I could not stand was the breaking off into the like talking to shit yeah that's like that I was no. losing my patience about yeah that was fucking annoying me but um otherwise like I had like a pretty good tolerance for it all and I'm like wow I truly don't know like how I could have navigated this night without any of those previous experiences or knowledge and then let me go back to the DJ thing I I'm sorry New York DJs are just really I'll take your word for that I haven't superior yeah, I believe like, that like we so with the the club we were at for a little bit the DJ at first was like crushing it playing like he was he would he jumped from like bad bunny to like old school Kanye to like a little bit of like house like he was feeling it but then once it was almost like he was getting like I was like maybe he's like getting like performance shy or something like that because once the crowd started getting like more pressure is on yeah it's like all of a sudden it's like he could not catch his vibe like he was going from like fucking again like he replayed a bad bunny song and i'm like oh we know it's too early in the night to be doing replays my dude like <laughs> what are you doing um he replayed a bad bunny song and then hopped to like jonas brothers then went to like um like a little wayne song and i'm like I'm like whoa where 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 are we dude like i can't catch this vibe like i'm feeling like i'm just like fucking like drowning in this wave that you're trying to have us all catch it's just not working it's just and i literally was like backhanding you with different like yes. genres it's like yes disney and channel nothing... <laughs> top 40s hit top 90s 40. Back, to, back to disney it was so i and i also cannot stand do not make me this is just a psa for any any dj that would ever potentially listen to this episode do not make it fucking make me stand in the club to guess what song you're about to play don't do that just Yo, fucking that's so learn, bad yeah learn the art of a fucking segue my dude yeah like learn how to kind of you know mix what them a little bit together if you can't do that there is literally an option on spotify that will do it for you so if you're not doing that as a dj at this point you have no excuse correct it was just such a i was like i i was like you kind of let me you let me down like the first hour you and i had it we were connected my guy that's the other thing nothing is better than the feeling when you're out in the club and it feels like the DJ just knows what you need and yeah. gives it to you. Like, well, <gasps> there's I, nothing better in the world. I definitely love that. I was just picturing you though, like literally up at the DJ booth, like telling this DJ what you just said, <laughs> be like, what is happening? The first hour we were like on it. And then this guy's just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ma'am, you're not supposed to be up here. Like, literally, and I literally said like, eighth bad transition of the night 
I told one of my friends, I was like, if I was a single girl, I would have flirted my way into that DJ booth and then fucking taken over and just been like, let me, let me do it. Like you just like, dancing oh with him and then like slowly just yeah. like throw him off. <laughs> like, oh my God, I love your Art Hardy shirt. How fucking cool of you. Oh my God. Where'd you get it? Okay. Move. Like <laughs> that would be, <laughs> that would be me. Like you're just just take a seat dude like i'm like especially he also replayed a different song at one point and i was like you can't, you have too many too many times in a period where you have replayed these songs and i get that some people here have only just gotten here but i've been here and and you're not you're not catching my like vibe dude i was so angry my friend like gabby was standing next to me and she's like i've never seen somebody this invested oh in like a dj's performance and i'm like because it again i never had to think about it before like when you're just in like i really i'm like new york city it really has spoiled me and yeah. i also know this because my law school okay so my law school formal one the first year we went had a dj who was from new york yeah and he was fire obviously last year they brought a dj from like I don't know, somewhere in the Massachusetts area. And my man, it was like, isn't like, aren't transitions like DJ 101? Like, I, oh, you I would think. Much. But shit the bed on all of them. Also, he played the cha-cha slide. I have to judge you. Are you the worst fucking I have, a, I have a follow-up thought to this DJ conversation because we were talking about the best DJs are in New York. But okay, we're both Italian, right? We grew up in Bensonhurst. Do you see where I'm going with this? I think I you do. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I by do. the time we turned 15, 16, every fucking do Italian guy. I was about to say a slur, an Italian slur. I'm not going to do that on air. But I'll say it's okay. it. Every Guido. Go ahead. Every oh, no, Guido that wasn't even. Alike. Yeah, that's what I. Okay. Every, <laughs> every cuisine was. Uh, <laughs> I could say that. That's not that bad. Every cuisine in the neighborhood was like, I'm a DJ, bro. <laughs> and would just like show up to like your sister's like 14th birthday with his little fucking laptop and like, you know, his bad fucking. They were either, they were either rappers. Like, they were either rappers or DJs. You're so They right. were almost always DJs. I don't know. The fucking yeah. rapper outlier was, is a little bit, we're pushing it a bit but if they were italian they definitely were like i'm a dj bro at one point and it was always some okay, stupid... i'm talking like professional i'm not talking about your fucking cousin sal who just okay, showed up to a graduation but, party but here's yeah. the thing though but cousin sal then at, later on in life tries to take it to a professional level do you consider cousin sal djs as part of the best djs are no. from new york <laughs> no I could hear that. That was very easy. No, I'm talking like you don't want to hear they like are... Sono Italiano. What's that song? No, uh, that song. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny with the, because with one the night, like the boom, boom, the fist boom, pumping. Yeah. No, um, no, that's not who I'm fucking including in this list. That's so funny you said that because Nicole one night, like a few weeks ago, there's this bar in Hoboken that I, I'm not going to name the name because honestly, I refuse to give it the publicity because I can't stand it. That's fair. But it's basically like, I think I've said this to you before. The basic, the the average height of most men in Hoboken are like, it's like five, seven. So Is let's it? just paint that's the picture there. As far as I'm concerned, when I bring Jimmy there, we if we bring the average up just a little bit because <laughs> he's over six feet tall. Uh, but the average man in Hoboken to me is like five seven, five eight, right? So we got short little kings all around us, right? And um, there's this one bar that I truly believe they all just go to, and they just like it's like that like fuck boy bar, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like ugh, they're all like sleazy. You can all tell they're there to creep. But ugh, I just I can't. It it like makes my skin crawl. But Nicole swears that it's like some of the best music that's played. So she's like, she's like, please can we go? And I'm like, I fucking hate that place. She's like, please let me go. Please let me, please let go. And when I'm like, okay, fine. when we're so, off air, please tell me this bar because I oh, need I to know. Will. Okay. So like two or three weeks ago, Jimmy's like, come on, I really want to see this bar. You can't stand. Like now he's like, can we please go? So I finally say yes. And so we're in her kitchen, like getting ready to go out, and she starts to play um the song the what, what the fuck is the name of that song is it like Ita, Ita, yeah is it Ita, Ita, italiano, is it italiano? Is, that, is that the name of the song 
Diana. Wow, we should know this. But here's the thing. We never get the name of the song. It's just we know the song. It's by it's, yeah, it's by Angelo Venuto and the it's Sicilian. Italiano Vero. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so that song. Um she starts playing it and she goes and she, she is dead serious and she's like, Oh, I'm just gonna try to get you in the mood to go to this to this bar. And I'm like, What? And then she literally starts playing like all these like guinea fist pump anthems of like mm. our sweet 16 days mm. of like from the brooklyn djs i'm getting i'm getting she... max volume <laughs> spike hair flashbacks i'm just like fucking sweating here thank you i i so am i it's like, like i can smell the cologne too oh yeah and the axe break don't forget the axe break yeah. um but yeah she she started playing that uh, she's like, okay, I'm just getting you in the mood to the, for the bar we're going to, and I'm like, wow, the, you just the, took me back. The Venuto is the is the dance remix, but the original song is by Toto Catuño, and it's actually really nice because he plays it on a guitar, and it's not doesn't give you a headache and make you motion sickness because it brings back memories of strobe lights. So, my favorite is that we have the Italian national anthem in a techno house song. I always thought that was very funny. Yes. If you list go to that same album, I the need, Sicilian I need it. Or whatever. It they have the fucking national anthem. Honestly, maybe I don't need it because I was just telling Janelle the other day when we were watching the World Cup, I was like, I love the Italian national anthem. It's glorious. And then Oh, I do too. To know that it comes in a techno font, I don't want that. I don't know if I want are that. Are you are you a Spotify girl? Let me let me just slide I am a Spotify real girl. quick into <laughs> no. your into your text messages i am happy i will to do have that. to give this a listen but, but that whole album like um it's actually really really good with uh there's a couple Angela other Vito. ones on there i know yeah he's it's fine it's just like i can listen to it but then again it starts giving me like war flashbacks and i'm like okay no. <laughs> we're all at Pazzo's again <laughs> we're pasha Pasha, three floors oh, of Pasha. Yeah, that's right, baby. Yeah, it's just so. Yeah, or very, DN- very. Funny. What was the other one? DNA. The other I club. No, I always just. What was I always trying to remember the club? Let me tell you, I kids. Met Eric in. Let me tell you, kids. There was these two clubs right in the middle of our neighborhood that were not. They were like warehouses, and the only thing around them was the train station and two welding businesses. And then there was That's these true. two clubs. Talk about that not was... having anything around. That's kind of sketch. Those were in Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, those were in Brooklyn. I'm thinking oh, of God. DNA. It was called something else, so they rebranded it. I think it's because they had to stop letting all the fucking underage kids in and serving them. We went when we were in college. That's where we used to throw our sorority parties. I forget what that. That's where I met Eric. Then yeah, That's but the bar I don't. I, I don't remember. It wasn't. I don't think it was called DNA at that point. Oh God, forget it. We're never gonna get this out of my brain. This is like deep. Kristen, within. when you get to this point in the episode, can you text us the answer? Yeah, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just my fucking realization. To like, I'm like, I, literally, I just remember being like, "Is this your first time in a club ever?" like that's that or even just like the we were in like the you know how when you do bottle service it's like those little booths yeah so I was basically like oh you know we might want to consider bottle service because we did like a you know buy the bride a drink and I'm like it's $700 for bottle service we could put that money towards it and then you know we're like here for the night and then we we had the booth reserved but like once it hits 11 o'clock as it does in most bars it becomes like if you haven't bought bottle service by then it's it's up for grabs for anybody to buy out right and have the booth so at like sure as shit at like 11 30 they came to kick us out and i was like and that's when everybody was like oh my god we feel so overwhelmed i'm like well we could have just listened to me and just gotten the bottle service and had our own little area like this would have been resolved but yeah it's fun like again if but what's so funny is like again i talked i've told like a few of my friends about like how the night played out all from new york and they all were like oh i just would have gotten the bottle service yeah i would have just paid for the convenience like i wouldn't even have said like pay me i just would have been like right this is what we're doing right okay so i i think we should end the episode on this there's even a level of street smarts when it comes to partying from new yorkers where we're just like well that's just like that, that whole, t- that tone that was just like, oh, so comforting and familiar to be like, well, why wouldn't you just do that? <laughs> you yeah, know, like, that's just what we're going to do. It's like, just, it's just smarter. <laughs> oh, literally Nicole, Nicole Shrape was just like, oh, I just want to put my credit card down. And I'm like, this is what we're doing. Right. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> we're buying our convenience tonight, people. 
that's it was now that especially now at least now that i'm older i'm like if i can afford the convenience we're gonna we're gonna do that for sure that's right every time that's 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 what we do oh i can't wait for you to listen to uh the italian national anthem music i will definitely i will i will let you know and then i will give my review on the next episode (laughs) (laughs) cole's gonna come back and be like so i listened to the whole album yeah pretty much and um uh, I immediately uh, needed an Advil and went to bed. Yeah, I would. I would play it on here, like play it through my phone. But I fear that um, Apple and all the other places that get this podcast are going to be really smart and be like, "Ah, we picked up copyright on here, no more." <laughs> Which is amazing because who the fuck else is listening to that? Absolutely, album? absolutely, just the fourteen <laughs> people that we usually get. But yeah, anyway, our most loyal fans. Thank you all so Thank much. Thank you. We love um, you. Well, thank you for indulging me in this conversation tonight. I'm validating everything. I loved it. Um, Next week, we will chat more about um, literally something else, but we will chat more. (laughs) We didn't prepare a topic. We'll figure it out. No, we didn't, but we will. We will. At least, yeah, at least we did more like Brooklyn-centered things tonight or New York-centered things. We did. We did. We could keep doing it, I think. I think we should keep doing it while the writer's strike and actor's strike is still happening because we talk about TV. We talk about TV a lot and solidarity because I have a lot of friends who are not working right now, so. That's right. And we are fucking standing in solidarity with every single one of them. I've actually gone so much as to say that I've read more in the last two weeks than I've tried to stream anything. And you have any idea how hard that is with your wisdom teeth being pulled out and all you yeah. want to do is sit on the couch and watch TV? I've read. Yeah. I'm actually in the middle. Have you ever read the book? Just really quickly. Um, They both die at the end. It's on my list, but I don't know if I w- I'm ready for it. Oh, it's actually really good. So we'll we'll talk more about it next week yeah, that's next what we're week. gonna do we're gonna talk more more <laughs> books and not tv shows or movies next i actually do have a I, good topic for books next week so yeah oh yay okay yeah. well uh we'll end on that note but um all right i'm anna i'm cola and we are two broads from brooklyn thank god um and thank you so much for listening have a great night <laughs>